4: Greetings, programs, and welcome to a flashback episode of the Nerd Cave Retro Show. My name is Jason Robbins, and Derek Diamond is on vacation this week. So instead of not having a show this week, I decided to release an old episode of the Pop Culture Palette. Uh, it was actually episode fifty-six called "Convergence," where the Nerd Cave and the Pop Culture Palette converged and created an alternate universe. Actually, it was just uh, it was me. Mr. Wally Phelps, the official fact checker, comic book artist Steve Scott, and of course the Nerd Cave guys, which are Zach Dykes, Robbie Rawls, and Derek Diamond. It was an interesting episode to go back and listen to because it was uh, it was before a lot of the movies that we've seen over the last few years. This even came out before uh, Star Wars Episode Seven, so we had a lot to say about Terminator Genesis, uh, Jurassic World. Uh, Ben Affleck being Batman which we hadn't seen yet so we it was an interesting episode to go back and listen to so you get to hear us talk all about that kind of stuff it was a funny episode I hope you guys enjoy it and uh, Derek will be back next week and of course um, don't forget to go over to patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro and throw us a couple of bucks to keep the show up and going so if you enjoy this episode, we also do our extra episodes every month. And this month, of course, we're going to be doing a commentary track for Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. And that will be out around Thanksgiving. So if you want us to keep doing those, head over to patreon.com/slash nerdcaveretro. And here we go with episode 56 of the Pop Culture Palette Convergence.
5: You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network.
4: And now it's time for the Pop Culture Palette with your hosts, Steve Scott, Jason Robbins, and Wally Melvis. Human back by and
1: cats. Living.
4: Back to episode 56 of the Pop Culture Palette. My name is Jason Robbins. And I'm Steve Scott.
6: I'm Wally Phelps.
4: And we have some uh, some guests tonight here, guys. Some returning guests from our, our mothership network that we're with, the Nerd Cave Network. We have, in order, we have Derek. Yay! <laughs> we got Zach. Hola, como estas? And we got Robbie.
7: Hello, everyone.
4: So, I have no clue what we're going to talk about tonight, so, um, <laughs> uh, There was one thing I wanted to bring up. Um, you guys, your last episode, you brought up a, a pretty interesting question about whether or not you felt like you were getting too old for video games. And I just wanted to add on there that I don't think I'm getting too old for video games. I think I agree with Derek that it's basically finding the time. To find to play video games. Plus, I, I think my tastes are changing. The older I get, I want to play stuff that's easy to get in and out of.
3: Yeah, that's
7: what she said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's it's
3: time related for me. I'm I'm scared to death about picking up that new Batman video. Oh game my god, that's so sexy. I, I know, but see, I don't have. I, I'm trying to make money right now. I don't know this crazy thing called money, and nice. I don't have the time to get so soaked up and involved in a game because it. Yeah drains our time but i love it never I too old for it
1: i haven't picked it up yet but i know as soon as i do i'm just gonna completely immerse myself into it i've seen a ton of gameplay from it it looks fantastic uh, we we've got some gameplay up on our youtube actually and just watching it just it, it makes me
7: want to play it i got to play a little bit of it yesterday and i loved every second of it
2: yeah, Robbie sucks at the Batmobile. Just gonna put that out there.
7: <laughs> I love all the
4: previous Batman games. I mean, they're they are excellent, excellent games. Especially, I I, I still like the first one, Arkham uh, Asylum. Arkham Asylum. Asylum yeah. That's still my favorite one.
2: Well, this one just right off the bat, like the story's interesting. They they've pulled everything out for it. Uh, there's even a throwback to episode where adam west is the gray ghost in the the uh watchtower where oracle (laughs) is there's a poster for the gray ghost in there i'm just like oh my god that is so cool somebody was digging back
4: in the archives for that (laughs) (laughs) i love
6: it yeah i mean going back to the original question you know uh ea gave the ea access to everybody for a week on xbox one and, uh, you know, I downloaded uh, Madden, Peggle 2, and Titanfall, and the only game I played was Peggle 2 uh, because I didn't have time to invest in the other two at all.
7: I know exactly what you mean. I played maybe two games of Madden for that free week, and that's
2: yeah. it. And he lost one of them. <laughs> Well, see,
4: I'm looking forward to uh, Battlefront because that seems like oh a very God. easy game to, oh you know, jump in, play a few matches, and and play for like maybe 20 minutes, and I because I figure what matches are going to be what like five, ten minutes each,
2: yeah, at
7: most, somewhere around there. Well, so that's
6: the schedule a time to actually play because if you only play at that amount, you will die a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that was the same thing when I interned well, coming out of school. I picked up Rayman, one of the Rayman games, like when they rebooted and everything, and I could play one or two levels, and I was done, and then I went to bed, and it was just easy to just jump in, jump out, and be done.
4: Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone lately, the the card game, mm-hmm. and um, that's really addicting, and I oh, have to God. watch myself, because if I don't... I will spend hours and hours just playing game after game.
7: I've, I've kind of tried to stay away from that game because I'm one of those people. If it's a card game, I'm going to get so addicted to it and I just don't want to put the time into it right now.
4: Oh yeah. If you're that type of person, if you're, you're like me, I mean, any kind (laughs) of strategic card game like that, I am a sucker for and being that it's so easy to mm-hmm. play and get into yeah. it's it just sucks you in man it's you can't claw your way out it's like crack <laughs> well and what it being that? free and on uh, the phone
7: yeah. makes yeah. it even more I'm, it's, to I'm me still it's-
3: sitting on my resident evil 6 you know <laughs> saying to myself I better not I better not because I mean my life has been spent a lot of hours on resident evil in the past and um you know here and there because I'm so busy at the board right now fortunately thankfully um, I'll just pop up some video chess every now and then. I don't know how lame that sounds, but I mean, it's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's as much as I've got time for, you know?
7: Well, well Resident you know, Evil
3: 2 is still my favorite game of all time.
7: Oh, yeah. You
3: and know, Four was pretty damn fun, too, for me. Yeah, it was. was I'll fun. agree. You got a lot of hours you can get out of that one purchase. i, I you know,
4: 100% agreement. Those two games are the best in the Resident Evil series. Yeah, agreed.
7: Oh, yeah.
1: Well, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> moving on. <laughs> so, um, uh, speak, speaking on, speaking uh, uh, on video game addiction, uh, oh, I'm like that with really any game. Like I've been playing uh, Splatoon for the Wii U a little bit, and I'll, I'll sit down and I'll start playing it, and next thing I know, three or four hours have gone by. So that's, that's really why I try not to immerse myself into really any type of game, because I know when I do, I'm just going to spend so much time doing it that, you know, I can't do work things or quote unquote adult things, I guess. <laughs> Adulting sucks.
7: Who wants to do adult things?
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty terrible. It's so funny because, you know, generations
3: change. You know, people look forward to retirement so they can actually, you know, older generation so they can spend time on the porch or fishing. We're of a generation that will look forward to re- retirement and financial stability so that we can just sit on the couch and play all these damn games that we've been wanting to play all this time. <laughs> and, 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 the and backlog, the backlog that you, you have. Right, and all of you know this is true. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> and what's going to suck is our reflexes are going to be crap at that point. So <laughs> we're going to <try> constantly. <laughs> or, or maybe it
6: could
3: be better. Or maybe it's going to be better than the other people at the old folks home. You never know, well,
6: I, I can imagine the phone call I'm going to have with Jason down the line. How in the world did you break a hip playing Tetris? <laughs> I'll
4: be yelling at Wally down the hall at the uh, at the old folks home. I'll be like, hey, I finally got Halo three. <laughs> the day is
3: mine. <laughs>
4: Oh, man. But yeah, that that was one thing I wanted to bring up tonight. Another thing I wanted to bring up that you guys talked about was I finally saw Jurassic World last weekend. Uh-huh. So did I. <laughs> Wally, Steve, have you seen it? I nope. have
6: seen it. I have well, not.
4: Lee, oh, I, I, I still got to stay away from spoilers. Damn it, Wally.
6: God damn it. Hold, I, I can leave and you can text me when you're done. <laughs> me too.
3: Just don't tell them that there were dinosaurs in it. Whatever. <laughs> oh, <son laughs> look man.
6: what I did. Oh, my
3: God. <laughs> Well, there goes the entire movie.
4: The dinosaurs have been changed to clowns.
3: <laughs>
4: Big Couldn't evil clowns. That is
6: terrifying to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I,
4: I thought the movie, I, it's better than part two and three. It's not as good as part one, but I feel like it's the perfect
7: sequel. Oh, man. man yeah. Lost World my uh, favorite one. I, I did, I'm, just, ki- I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I was about to say, <laughs> I, I, just, I can't was, go along with that. <laughs>
6: that was a deafening it, silence. <laughs> I, I love
3: this, and I think the only thing that would have made it better, and I. it's my favorite one, it is my favorite one, I still I would love to have seen Jeff Goldblum in it. Exactly.
7: I, he
3: is so
2: friggin' cool.
7: <laughs> I love Jeff Goldblum in anything well. he's in. Uh,
2: We know the two people that are going to be kicked out of the network here soon.
3: Why? (laughs) I like you. I think he's awesome,
4: dude. Uh, I'm going to go so far as to say I actually liked it better than Avengers 2.
1: Oh, I totally agree with that. It's been my favorite movie of the summer. I liked it more than Mad Max. Well, Mad Max
4: was still my favorite movie of the summer. This this is the close second. And Avengers, to be honest, now that I've gotten a little bit of a, a distance between now and when I saw it, I You know what? I don't remember much from it. I yeah, really don't. It was,
1: it was fun, but it didn't have as many memorable moments.
2: No, not at first. all. Well, you're never going to get that Hulk mo- moment again from no, the first Avengers.
3: You know, no, you're not. In the, last several, in the last several years, Guardians of the Galaxy is still my top favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I think so. I can, that, I can, and, when it comes uh, to Marvel movies,
1: I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it that, just
3: for me on any movies right now i mean i just it gave me everything i wanted as like a kid to have enjoyed and and even as an adult i just enjoyed it better it had everything i'm, I'm still comparing everything now to guardians
7: funny. and the rewatch value on it is is great because i've watched it three or four times since you know twice in theaters and you know i've watched it a couple times live streaming and I still love every second of it.
3: It's my go-to studio noise while I'm working, so I cannot even tell you <laughs> at this point. There is no number of how many times I've actually watched, listened to it, whatever you want to say. I heard well,
4: something interesting uh, today, actually. Uh, we had Paris Lilly on the show not too long ago, and uh, he has a podcast called Remember When. And on it, he said something that was interesting to me was that uh, he thought that Avengers 2 was kind of like Iron Man 2. And that Civil War is going to be the actual Avengers sequel. It's yeah, kind of like can't wait this movie War. was more of like kind of like a bridge. Yeah. I,
7: you yeah. could definitely see the, um, the bowling points are, are getting hit in Avengers 2 with uh, the conflict between Cap and Iron Man. So, well,
4: that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like it, this movie needed to have
3: those moments to get us to Civil War. I don't know about you guys, but the sexual tension between Scarlet Witch and Hulk. <clears throat> oh, it's, <laughs> it's going to get on. Maybe I've been single a long time. Hulk that smash! Was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, well,
2: I know that Chocolat with Johnny Depp still my favorite movie. Um, <laughs> uh... <laughs>
1: I've been watching I Love You Man
4: too much. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Steel Magnolias, fellas. Steel Magnolias. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man so who is excited
1: for uh, Terminator Genesis I'm not going to lie the more I see of it the more I'm interested in it I still don't think it's going to be as good as the first two but I don't think it's going to be as bad as three and Salvation it's got a yeah. Clark in it I-, I will watch her read the phone book for
4: two hours <laughs> <laughs> there You go exactly I, I, guess... I-,
1: I would not complain
4: yeah. But you know, the thing that really got me interested in it, because I was kind of lukewarm on it until about, what, about a week or so ago when James Cameron actually gave his uh, thumbs up yeah. for
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. So
4: ever since that, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm in.
7: I'm not so much as excited as I am intrigued by it. I want to see what's going to happen and everything. So,
2: yeah. Well, it can't be worse than Christian Bell. So. <laughs> Um, I, actually, I still
1: <laughs> thought that movie was better than 3. Terminator oh, yeah. three, 3 was three the was worst. Awful. It yeah, was awful. it was
4: so bad. Well, I'm kind of hoping that this movie does sort of what Jurassic World did and um, kind of wipe out the sequels like 3 and Terminator Salvation and be kind of like the true sequel to
2: part 2. And yeah. I think,
1: well, Judgment I really Day think it
2: will. is one of the best movies ever made. Oh, hands oh, down. yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's to me is my my favorite of those movies easily to me, and I, I I was talking with someone not too long ago that said this, Terminator One is the best B movie ever made, and then it transitions to Terminator Two, which is one of the best A movies ever made. So I, I think I think Genesis will actually surprise some people. I think it'll definitely be better than Three and Salvation but I don't think it'll be better than 1 and 2. Uh,
4: and, and you know, the, the thing you got to really give Terminator 2 credit for is without those special effects, that was the bridge to Jurassic Park. I, I yes. don't think we would have had yeah. Jurassic Park without Terminator 2.
1: Well, if you think about it, with those two movies, they were made in the early 90s, but the effects still stand up today. Oh, yeah. and awesome. I, And I use those two as prime examples for you could do special effects back then. And they work even better now, so, you know, it, it's... It, well, to me, those two that, stand on their own.
6: There's a couple of things with that, is that they, they used both practical effects and digital, so it, was, it wasn't so much that they were just doing um, the digital effects and trying to fool us into thinking it's real entirely like they do now, but it's a kind of a combination where they get to hide some of the seams Instead, And I think that's a better approach to it. But uh, another thing that a lot of people don't realize is that the same teams that worked on Terminator and uh, Jurassic Park are the same teams that eventually went on to create Pixar. So that Mm -hmm. is the pedigree of the people that worked on those incredible effects. And I think that's why they work so much, because they know how to use the technology to tell a story and not technology for technology's
7: sake.
4: Well, I think that's uh, kind of where J.J. Um, Abrams is going to take Star Wars now, is I think it's going to be a mixture of going back to doing practical effects, because there's just something more tangible about pra- mixing practical effects with CGI. And I, I think that it's going to have a way more organic look to it than the prequels did, because they just they don't hold up. They didn't hold up when they came out in the theater. <laughs> you know, I hope just... that's
1: a trend with all movies. Actually, with using practical effects like in Mad Max and with The Force Awakens, I hope that honestly starts a trend with going back to the practical effects and not relying so much on CG because, I mean, some of the CG still doesn't look that great. Well, I think people have become
4: desensitized to it as well. There's no movie magic anymore because people are like, oh, they just did that in a computer. But you get something like Mad Max where 98% of that movie is people on sticks you know, risking their lives <laughs> and getting blown up to make a movie. And they just, they don't make movies like that anymore.
7: No. Well, I mean, look at The Last Hobbit. Like, me, Derek, Zach went and saw it together, and the CGI in it was just horrible.
4: Oh, that movie, those movies are terrible. The second one was the best one. That yes, was the only one that interested that. me.
1: Yeah. Smog looked great, but yeah. everything else was just looked so fake. Like, one thing that bothers me as someone who has kind of dabbled into film and you know ultimately wants to do that and it's funny because in the second one when the dwarves are in the barrels going Mm -hmm. down the river it look when they cut to the point of view shots it looks like it's shot with a gopro camera and the quality is so like decreased from what the film actually is and it just it takes me right out of the movie and that was my favorite scene
4: in the original up, the uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy
1: <laughs> <laughs> when you have Legolas
4: downing an elephant and you know sliding down its trunk and landing in front of Gimli that was awesome because we'd never okay. seen that before but right. then you see him doing stuff that's like 10 times more unbelievable than that in The Hobbit. The Mario
2: like, jump in yeah. the third one. I was just like, okay, well, let's play some Mario music over <laughs> that.
4: And you're just like, oh, all right. Is this what we're doing now? <laughs> Is that what we're doing <laughs> yeah. now? That's
6: great.
2: Well, I saw a rumor that Ben Affleck going to be directing the standalone Batman movie. Did y'all see that?
1: I, I'm okay with that, that. actually. Uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, he's directed very well. So yeah, he's he's proven that he can do it. And I think he's going to kill it as Batman. So why not have him direct the movie? And you know, he's really a fan of the stuff.
3: He actually is a fan of the
6: stuff. I mean, and he's close enough to our ages that he and he's the same type of fan that we are, I think, you know, just from everything that I've seen. So I think that we're going to get a Batman movie we want to see.
7: Mm Hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, his favorite book is The Dark Knight Returns, so you know it's going to be awesome. Well, the thing is, if
4: if we could get a Batman movie that's of the quality and, and kind of the atmosphere of the Batman video games, because they're kind of that mix of the animated series, the, mm-hmm. the Tim Burton Batman, and the new Batman. It's like you take all those three elements and you smash them together and you get the Batman video games, and those are what I want to see in a movie.
7: Oh, exactly. Yeah. They're awesome. I mean, they would make great movies. I well, think so, and,
2: too. And they hit so many different beats. You know, it, A lot of it is a little bit darker the more you go into it, but it still appeals to more people than just... OK, well, it's the gothic Tim Burton style or it's, yeah. you know, the brave and the bold, you know, cheesy style and everything. So I, I think, you know, with him helming it, it'll be more interesting. No. I, I think
3: the yeah, I think the darker side of Batman is what everybody really uh, it, it appeals to everybody. You know, I mean, his his origin story is very dark and, you know, he lost his parents. Uh, the villains that he, you know, his, uh, you know, the Joker and such. I mean, the the Two-Face, very dark characters and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it needs to go in that direction. Um, uh, yeah, I love me some Batman. That's all now, I gotta say. What, I love me some what's
6: Batman. the uh, what's the villains that you th- would like to see? Because I, I know that uh, I think that we should have somebody we haven't seen before. But what do you guys think? Oh, Clayface would be fucking. I knew it. I I mean, look, that would be awesome. All the
3: Batman work I did, I mean, I got to draw Joker, I got to draw Two Face, Riddler, dude. I was just jonesing for like a script that said Clayface. I want to draw Clayface (laughs) so damn bad. Never got Clayface. (laughs) Clayface would
6: be so much fun. I either want to see visually interesting. I
3: love horror, and he's like the most horrific thing you can imagine is being touched by Clayface. Oh my god! (laughs) I want to see Clayface, or if they could do.
6: Uh Man uh, Bat?
4: Uh no. Um I'll say Man Bat too. (laughs) Calendar Man. There's like eighty different villains.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going silly.
6: Ventriloquist.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now I I would love the Riddler dumb well. Scott Snyder's run of you know uh zero year, the way he wrote the Riddler in that. Would be absolutely amazing in a Batman movie. Oh, like, oh
4: I knew I was going to say Mister Freeze. The if they could oh, do, yes, yeah. I
1: totally agree with you, Jason.
4: If they could do Mister Freeze as well as they did him in the animated series, mm-hmm. it would. Work. Oh man, and now, oh, yeah. you know, oh agreed. Ice I you. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> <Scott> <laughs> went to freeze. Killed yeah. the heroes. <laughs> what
7: killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age.
3: The Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I would say, you know, killer croc or something like that. But the way killer croc looks in the suicide squad, it, he looks dumb. The Joker looks dumb. I just, I don't have faith in all of that. And I'm, I'm just very skeptic of all that whole thing. But I think if Batman, if they do did something interesting with Ra's al Ghul instead of, Oh, he trained him. And that's about it. You know, cause that, that kind of, which I doubt they go that route with him. Rozalghul because they did that and begins. I yeah. doubt they touch that anytime soon, but that would be interesting. Uh, There's so many. The penguin would be interesting as well because it's had a pretty good time between that and the Danny DeVito one. But I don't think they start off with the penguin. Well, I,
6: I, I, penguin. I, I say one is... thing
3: about, I want to say one thing that really just gets me though. That and, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, Raleigh. But no, oh no, um, it's fine. I would love. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> the best Batman story I ever worked on was purely a detective-oriented story. I would love for them to do a friggin' movie which delves back into what Batman is, you know, the Dark Knight mm-hmm. detective, and they don't do that right now. They've not done that in any of the films. Yeah. I i worked on the story one time, you know, Batman Confidential, which really, I mean, he was like, he was a combination of Batman and Sherlock Holmes, and he was mm-hmm. really being a detective, I'd like to see that being done because well, that, that's what sets him apart from any of the other superheroes as well.
6: I think if you do a storyline where uh, – with the Riddler, that would probably be the easiest way to tie in all the detective elements. Um, yep. You know, just – and it doesn't even have to be all the clues that are purposefully – uh, being left, he's seeing the clues that no one else can see. You know that kind yeah. of thing. I, I I'd love to see him cool.
3: hunting down a serial killer. I mean, why can't they do a Batman story oh, that's in the same lines?
6: Yeah, that's yeah, th-
3: exactly. th- think, think about the same lines as uh with uh True Detective. I mean, you know, he's mm-hmm. hunting down or trying to find or figure out a serial killer. Wouldn't that be the most amazing Batman story you've ever seen in in How a film?
6: Azrael or uh, yeah,
3: yeah, that would be fantastic.
6: Or uh, uh, what would?
2: uh the court of owls if you the first run of yeah you know scott snyder's run and everything the court of owls was an amazing like he was actually doing detective work and all of this and having the talent, which you've never seen on screen mm-hmm. he has an awesome look and i think that would be an amazing thing to you visually you know see on the screen and if they do the Joker, I hope they go the route where his face gets ripped off. So I don't see that damaged tattoo for very long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the
1: whole tattoo thing.
6: Uh, I, I wrote a wrote a little comic that Jason ha- uh, is going to draw up. Where I'm working uh, on this week, yeah, Harley's at a customer service desk and, with uh, the Joker, and the customer service agent is like, it says right there that he's damaged. The warranty is void.
3: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So, but I,
4: I'm I, I'm with you, Zach. I hope they incorporate the whole uh cutting his face off, you know, storyline because that would just be unexpected to the normal yeah. everyday moviegoer that's just going to see it because they're like, Oh, Batman, I wanna see that not the people that actually read the comic because that was pretty uh that was intense. That was, was out know.
6: there. <laughs> now I kinda think like he honestly I kinda hated the end of that where uh, you know, they kind of t- where it turned out all of the other faces that he cut off were gelatin or whatever it was. It just didn't like the fake out ending that they had. Oh, spoilers. Sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I would love to see like Scott was saying the detective side of it, but the people that go to the movies, they want to see the big flamboyant villains that, you know, are commonplace for Batman. And I just don't think they're going to try. To Uh, be something different. That last Sherlock Holmes with
3: Robert Downey Jr. was fantastic.
2: Well, even look at the BBC show. The BBC show with, you know, Cumberbatch and everything. Yeah. People love that. And it would be amazing to see that side of Batman. I just don't know that they would, you know. And the other other fact
3: is really, they've not made so far in my opinion, Batman on film, a likable guy. I don't care about or like Bruce Wayne. In any of the actors or incarnations they've had, they've not written Bruce Wayne to be interesting enough that I want him to survive and make it over the villain. (laughs) I I, I so far have never cared about Bruce Wayne in film, uh, you know, so far. He's not been treated as somebody that first I'm sold upon
2: and I really like the guy. I like the guy so much I want him to succeed.
6: Point of order, (laughs) Adam West.
2: Well, that, I was actually about <laughs> to say Adam West is the only one that I've ever cared and That about. would
3: be the closest. I agree with you on that.
2: I completely well, I, agree with you on that. But I in, think if you look in, at it as the people
4: that have directed the movies before, like um, you know Tim Burton especially, they always found the villains to be more interesting. So Batman slash Bruce Wayne was always kind of a secondary character and wasn't very well developed. And I think yeah. maybe Affleck will come at it from a
3: different angle.
4: Because, oh, you know, agree he's going to want to write himself a, a good part.
3: I'm yeah, because so, otherwise it becomes the Mighty Mouse syndrome for me. I remember seeing the Mighty Mouse cartoons and saying, God, I wish those cats would just swat that sarcastic <laughs> <Yeah. cock> mouse. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of seeing him win that mouse. You know, I mean, it's, it's it's kind of become that way with Batman in the film. Hey, by the way, guys, um, they did announce the Spider-Man actor. Uh, Tom, oh, yeah. That's yes. Right. Now, yes. just of, I mean, I've not seen anything that Tom's been in. Now, physically, he looks like a great Peter Parker to me. He looks yes, you he know, skinny and timid and wimpy and everything that Peter Parker's supposed to be to define who we are. <laughs> you know, I like this yes. guy, but I've not seen him act. I've not seen him in anything. Have you guys?
1: I haven't. I, I have not. Um, I actually know. I read uh, an article from uh, Ron Howard, who. <laughs> uh directed a movie i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head that uh tom holland is going to be in and he said that he would actually bring a like a humor and charm to peter parker and i agree with you oh, steve good. that he actually he looks like peter parker like he looks like he could be a bit of a nerd yeah so i'm 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 excited to see you know how he portrays this character and what's crazy is Immediately after he was cast, he was told that he needed to get to the set of Civil War, which he's only going to have a cameo in, which is why Marvel wasn't in any type of hurry to, you know, cast Peter Parker or Spider-Man because he's only supposed to have a cameo in Civil War.
3: Right. And he was actually um, he actually had to do his, you know, like he was cast there, basically. In other words, you know, all everybody who actually tried out for the part had to go to Atlanta, you know, where they're currently filming Civil War and he had to actually you know read script opposite uh some of the actors you know in civil war
1: yeah chris evans and robert yeah. downey jr yeah
3: wow. yeah so so we, they, they wanted to see how they interacted so you know he's been tried and proven in in their eyes and and i like i said physically i've never seen the guy before but he looks the part to me
6: yeah chris evans actually tweeted that you know uh he, he con- congratulated him but said that it was well deserved so i've trust him i mean you know the whole human torch thing i've forgiven him for that already so (laughs) uh, but but i do trust him in this case
0: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
4: Well, uh, you know, I, I really think it would have been interesting if, uh, if Marvel would have not done a, um, like a, a press release or anything. If they would have kept it kind of under wraps until the movie was released.
6: Well, I don't think that's the type of thing that they could keep secret for long. I, I really yeah. doubt that. I think the reason why they went ahead and just spilled the beans is because they don't want a Suicide Squad situation where we've pretty much seen a third of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. true.
7: Yeah. We everything. <laughs> yeah. It's,
6: uh, it's, uh, I'm sure I mean, we've seen the climax.
7: <laughs> I, like I, I really like... How the guy looks, I think he's going to come in and I think he's going to be, you know, one of my favorite Spider-Mans. I'm hoping and I'm praying that he will because I like Spider-Man and I want him to be portrayed well.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind having some more Spider-Man movies that don't suck. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Ouch.
3: Hallelujah on that one! I agree.
6: Now they they <laughs> did hire a new director for Spider Man too the the Spider Man standalone that Sony's doing, and it's a guy who's made nothing. <laughs> I mean, All right. I, I've looked over his. I forgot his name already, but it, it, it's. But so I again, I I kind of trust their judgment because Marvel's Marvel is uh, co making the decision. I think they just wanted to get somebody who's a shooter. You know, somebody who can go in, do what they want them to, and let it go.
4: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't think they want any more strong-minded directors in there anymore. I mean... Yeah,
2: after you, the Ant-Man fiasco. F- yeah, yeah, look yeah, what after happened after to that, Edgar Wright. And, yeah, yeah,
4: Edgar Wright, and then uh, Joss Whedon bowed out. I think that they have a vision, and they want to stick to that vision, and they don't <laughs> want anybody <laughs> do messing vision. with it. Yeah, pun yeah, <laughs> <laughs> intended.
7: <laughs> I, I very much enjoyed that vision, too. Yeah. And I, I think it's just want they want someone they can mold, and that they can pretty much be the, the puppeteer.
3: Yeah, and and I I got to actually step back and say this. You know, you were talking about like it hadn't been a really good Spider-Man movie so far. It's weird to me. Pieces, parts of the movie so far have been really phenomenal. You know, I, I really like the Andrew Garfield oh. Spider-Man that just came out. When he was Spider-Man and he had web shooters and all the scenes that were CGI of him, I guess were really a lot of fun. And that whole banter of being sarcastic and stuff when he's fighting, loved it. As Peter Parker, I preferred Toby Toby Maguire. I loved him as Peter Parker. He was also a geek nerd version how I, you know, look at Peter Parker to be. And then Doc Ock, uh, the the second one, I guess. That was a really fun one. I enjoyed oh, I that. It I really did. It's
1: still the best Spider-Man movie to date. It it, it is to agree. me as well. It yeah, is Alfred Molina me well. was incredible as Doc Ock. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, he was great. totally. But but like I said, you know, pieces, parts of
3: stuff. It's like man, phenomenal so far. But then the other stuff gets mixed in. Is not so much. So yeah, I'm, I'm. I hope. I hope they nail it. You know, I hope yeah. they nail it.
6: And this well, guy looks so young that he's probably going to be Spider-Man forever.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it can be we can grow up here's here's a question for you guys for the standalone spider-man movie who should be the villain
7: Mysterio. like what per-
6: <laughs> i was about to say that Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm with you
1: i'm with you yeah. wholeheartedly or,
6: i am too i love that kingpin bring yeah
3: yeah
2: bring him in oh that 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 no now
3: here's the problem he'll have to live up to what they did in daredevil because damn that was spot on
2: speaking of vincent
3: d'onofrio's
4: everybody that's seen jurassic world is it just me or is he turning into brian dennehy
6: (laughs) (laughs) i have not seen the movie and i understand this He, no,
4: he's i totally slowly agree. turning into him, I think.
3: <laughs>
6: I loved him in that movie.
1: I
3: thought he was great. Yeah, he's great in everything.
1: Yeah, he is. He was fantastic.
3: But again, exceptional is Kingpin. I mean, you know, I, I knew that we never had the proper Kingpin before, and all of a sudden, you know, he comes in and, and oh my god. And and of course the casting has already been set for the Punisher, you know, for next season. perfect of casting, Double. if you ask me. Yeah, I agree, castles. and I never considered it before until,
1: until they show the picture, and I'm like, oh, God, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes! I was kind of angry that I didn't think of it before. I was like, yes! Oh I, was like, I think all of I us were.
3: Why didn't we think of him? Well,
4: honestly, I think everybody was holding out hope that Tom Jane was going to be the Punisher again, because even though that movie sucked, he, he was a great Frank Castle. And yeah. he, loves yeah, he, he loves
3: being the part. He's also I don't one know of if us. He's actually a geek nerd.
2: Yeah, There's only one have... person that would have been better as the Punisher, and that's Uh-oh. Vin Diesel. Oh, God. Ah. God. <laughs> God. This podcast oh, is oh. over. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Off. Vin Diesel is the greatest American actor ever to <laughs> live.
1: No, that's Hugh Jackman. But anyway, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's a a short film on YouTube called "Dirty Laundry" Yes. as the Punisher, and it's really, really good. Oh, we know. Oh, yeah. 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 Anybody who has a watch that should definitely check it out. Somebody pass out? I have my. In order for
3: for me to have my, in order for me to have my mic on the desk, I've actually got my keyboard in my lap. So, in other words, uh, yeah. So. As he says this, the the keyboard fell. Look, Steve got mugged on the air. I got mugged.
6: The last thing we I hear hope Frank Castle's and... around to protect me on that one. The last anyway. thing Steve says is, avenge me. <laughs> avenge me.
3: This was not a suicide.
2: Now, uh, there, there are some rumors and it's seeming more and more solid that Chris Pine is going to be in the next Hal Jordan. But there's also things pointing towards there's going to be multiple Green Lanterns in the next Green Lantern movie like um John Stewart and I can't remember Kyle what is his name
6: yeah I mean well, if they do I'll like later. a Green Lantern core movie that would be pretty neat if they're yes smart, I'd like to see that
3: if they do it right it can be pretty neat if, yeah if they're, they're
6: smart
4: over you know. at Warner Brothers DC they would Start do not. the Parallax View yeah. storyline where Hal Jordan kills all the other Green Lanterns and takes their rings, and it takes the Justice League to bring him down. Yeah, he would be true. the natural enemy that the Justice League would have to assemble for to take down.
2: If they do it after the Justice League movie where they introduce Hal Jordan, they get some kind of backstory where he's just not straight up evil guy the first time, I think that would yeah. work well like phase two or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I, I think That'd that would be okay or, that. Uh, Now, Like I, I said, you have to start off by liking the character. That's, yeah. that's storytelling, mm-hmm. you know, part one. You have to actually cure. In a good horror movie, when you, when you meet these characters and they're talking and, um, uh, they, you know, they're so likable, you know they're about to die. <laughs> in, <laughs> in, which case, in which case it wrenches your heart out, but that's good I, storytelling.
6: That's good I, storytelling. I, I, point, point of order. Uh, X-Men. <laughs> Uh the X-Men with uh Magneto, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> yes,
3: yes. That, I yeah.
6: I uh feel that we got to like Magneto throughout the film and at the end of first class we were like, no, please don't make this decision. <laughs> but we knew he had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, I yeah. think Chris Pine just has a factor to him, you know, him stepping into such a big role as Captain Kirk and making people, you know, see him as that character instead of William Shatner was a huge deal. And I think he could easily step into the role of how Jordan and uh, hopefully, you know, take the blemish that, you know, has hmm. been on the green lantern since that movie came out. Yeah. I agree. You I mean, know, the,
1: I, uh, Chris Pine's been the space.
6: <laughs> yeah. Spice. 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 <laughs> this truly is a crossover. I just, <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
4: So, uh, we talked about Star Wars a little bit earlier. Do uh, you guys know about the, uh, the Rogue One movie that's being made, and Forrest mm-hmm. Whitaker yes. has been cast to be in the movie? Ooh, really? The
1: I did not know oh. this. Yep. Oh. He's going
6: to
7: space. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <Spies. laughs>
4: Talk to me more. I want to hear this. Yeah. I, well, nobody really knows much <laughs> yet. I mean, we do know the story is going to be of the rebel spies that got the original plans for the Death Star. So I think maybe uh Ewan McGregor might. I heard a rumor that, that Ewan McGregor is is campaigning to make a uh, um to come back as Obi Wan. So I think he might be in it.
3: Now, now what storyline? Be- what storyline in books was this? Because I remember listening years ago to a uh, ra- uh it was a dramatization of a story similar to this, and I remember it was phenomenal. It was so good, but I can't remember the name of it. Uh, so, so what what did this derive no. from?
4: I, I th- this is a brand new story. Okay, well, well there there was
3: something that was handled
4: just like this. What in, is in this? The past. Uh, it was a radio Rogue one. Yeah, Rogue One.
6: Uh, okay, that it's supposed to be. Now, I I really believe there has been existing versions of this but it's basically the plan uh, the, the uh, it's going to be like a notions 11 for yeah. people uh, where they're going to get the death star plans and yeah, well, well there was
3: something in the early 2000s i remember listening to this on on on, on tape oh yeah on, ca- <laughs> oh yeah on it was on oh, cassette, no. it was a cassette tape <laughs> collection And I was drawing uh, comics at the time because that's how I was, you know, always entertaining myself at the time. And I remember listening to this. So, yeah, it was something that they actually did. They did dabble in. I forgot who the writer was. Well, you know, they
4: used to do the Star Wars radio plays back (laughs) in the day, so it could have been something along those lines.
2: I feel it, like such a failure right now because I literally own like over 300 Star Wars books and I'm blanking because <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of what. Yeah, it,
3: it did, is. did exist. I know it did. I, I, I'm just, but yeah. Oh, had to. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well,
2: since they killed that whole canon, they were like, oh, well, it's a new story because that's just a legend now. This is a <laughs> new right, story. But, yeah. Legends yeah, of, yeah,
1: Star Wars legends. I, I,
2: I hate that. Yeah, I really think that if they would have
4: done the uh, the new Jedi Order Mm -hmm. uh, and the Thrawn series. Yeah, the oh my god, God. if they would have done that.
1: The perfect (laughs) casting for that the perfect casting for Thrawn would have been Benedict Cumberbatch. Exactly. Yes. Yes.
3: Wow. Yeah. Or I think I just soiled myself.
1: (laughs) I will come in the room and I will shut it right now. (laughs) Greatest actor of our of our time. <laughs> I quit the network.
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're getting bit so on. I'm gonna be honest. I am really looking forward. To, like i I know I, that I, I said from the very beginning that I was gonna be um, very cautious about my expectations for Star Wars, but ever since that last trailer, I I am in the red. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I am just a hundred and fifty percent
3: all in.
4: The thing well, I don't is, know if
6: guys, my...
3: I was thinking, what,
6: what is he talking well, about? Well, every time I see it in the theater, I cry openly. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it's terrible. Sure. I'm sitting there waiting for Inside Out. It starts, and then I'm sitting there crying. And I didn't stop because the movie made me cry, too. But <laughs> I was weeping for a commercial for a Star Wars movie. Yeah, guys, I know it ends with Han and Chewie, and Han saying, Chewie, we're home.
1: It's like, well, oh, my I God, let's see
6: what's happening. <laughs> I don't know if you guys
1: have
3: like, no, heard No, we're all home. We're all <laughs>
6: home
1: now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's been, uh, I don't remember who did it, but there's been some type of prediction that Force Awakens is going to be the number three grossing movie of all time. But I, I I'm, I'm hoping I that it's, it's number one. it's kind of a
3: no-brainer.
1: I think I, I hope it's one. I want it to break Avatar because Avatar was not that great. Of a <laughs> I'm movie. I'm going to tell you no. something,
3: <laughs> no, it's going to do. Was done before, damn it, and it was a it was a good movie before. You know, I, I you know,
7: yeah.
4: it's going to have a billion dollar opening weekend. I
1: guarantee oh, abso- it. Yeah, because Star I, Wars I has no such
7: doubt. a huge following. I mean, even if it's bad, like I pray that it is and I don't think it will be, but you know, people are still going to go see it because it has the name Star Wars. Well, How I'm going to tell you
4: this. Yeah. I, and I think the reason that it everybody's excited for, I think it's going to make that. I, I agree. I think it's going to be one of the highest grossing movies of all time because of when we saw Chewbacca and Han Solo, and he says, "Chewie, we're home. They got us."
7: Yes. Oh, that yeah,
4: that
6: one.
2: An so
3: and sinker. They are hooked you, They hooked me. Oh, God, yeah.
6: Are you, you in, going to see the 3D version, or are we all going to the standard? I'm standard. going
3: standard. I'm standard. Sorry, I would go standard. Uh, is there a 3D version? I'm, There's I'm so, so, it is I,
6: releasing in 3D, yeah. It's I'm
3: so not necessary. 3D. It's ridiculous. I was going to say not necessary.
2: Not necessary.
1: You know, I'm going to see in
7: 3D.
6: I'm, I'm going to see it in both <laughs> at the you know, same time.
2: You know I agree what with takes.
1: Wally. I'm seeing it in both. You know yeah.
2: what makes this Star Wars better than the prequels? It's not directed by George
6: Lucas. <laughs> exactly. It's not written by yes. him right either. <laughs>
4: but hey, I know yeah. we've done a lot of hating on George Lucas the past 15, 20 years or so, but we got to <laughs> praise the man oh, for trust what me, he I, gave us. I, I, I And for being just, smart enough to, to give it away because he knew he would never be able to live up to our expectations ever again. Yeah. Well, giving you look it at,
6: to Disney is my favorite part of this whole thing because yeah. you know, that's me.
4: Well, you look, <laughs> we,
6: we
3: can knock him, but most of us could never be so creative and clever no. and business minded. And, an and incredible in all honesty, time. yeah, we can, we can slam them all. The, and look, yeah, the prequels, they were, they were pretty much mainly a disappointment to me as well. But with that being said, I made sure to go watch them. And oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yep. that's, that's, that's better filmmaking than any of us have ever done.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> what I was going to say is, you know, when he gave somebody else the reins to direct, the movies excelled so much compared to Empire when he- Strikes Back. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back with Irvin Kershner, and then Whoa. Jed. I can't remember what who the director is for that. I don't uh, want to call Marquand. Richard Marquand. But see, yeah, I see. Star Wars: New Hope was still fantastic.
3: Oh me. yeah, it was. I mean, it's, to me, it was a solid bite. It was everything. It could have even ended there if you wanted it to. It mm-hmm. was yeah. fantastic. It was great. It was well done. We followed those droids. They were our our tour guides through mm-hmm. all the movie. It, it's it's storytelling at its best.
2: It was yeah, well and, done. And at that point, he was doing well. It's when it got to the point where he had yes men around him. That's that's what, you know, you have to have somebody be like, oh, maybe not do that. Yeah. I completely
3: agree. Yeah. And also, he had all those years to fill up these ideas that he wanted to compact in only three movies.
6: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm.
3: it, I felt, I don't know about you guys, but I felt like I was on a fast roller coaster ride that had no stop, and, and it was so it just... <laughs> It, it you didn't know you didn't know where, you know, oh, God, we're leaving this planet. Now we're going to this planet. Like I said before, Star Wars, New Hope, it took you directionally following the droids. It was a smooth transition. And Empire also was phenomenal. I mean, I love that. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, it, it lacked all of that. It
4: lacked but, you all of that. But you people know. can say what they want about George Lucas. He just got handed a $4 billion check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he wins. wins. Uh, Jason, what does a prove. bunch of nerds have to say about
3: <laughs> Jason, his movie making? I, Jason, I completely agree, man. It's like, look, you know, he, he is laughing his ass to the bank. <laughs> I gave you Jar Jar Binks and you friggin' loved it.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and He's you watching paid it to every- see it. Misa so not dumb. <laughs> every single one of the fucks he has is going over the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, me so rich. Me so rich. <laughs> In a Millennium Falcon, no less. <laughs> he's
4: got enough money to build his own Death
1: Star. Is yes. what he has.
6: Pretty much. But he's not. So
4: uh, yeah. <laughs> allegedly.
1: Key word: allegedly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, did you guys also see uh, on the internet yesterday? I think it was that Lexus. I think it was Lexus. Yeah, it was Lexus oh, that yeah. actually has a working hoverboard.
6: I see that. Yeah, yeah I, so I off, read briefly
1: yeah. about that. Yes,
4: but um, I don't think uh, we'll be able to actually have tanks of liquid nitrogen enough to actually fuel it for uh, <laughs> the I, the amount of time we would want to use it. So it's probably just going to be for very rich people.
6: Well, it's a Lexus. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, well, plus, you also need uh, concrete treated with metal uh, yeah, because copper. it's still magnetic. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's completely impractical unless you're a billionaire who needs it in the backyard. Lucas. Lucas. Hey, you, <laughs> you
4: know what? It makes me excited that you know, we're not there yet, but people are working on it. That's and right. Eventually, we're going yeah. to have working hoverboards.
6: You know, before it's, we cure cancer, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's interesting to me that you know since movies and all of that art has definitely influenced science and developments. You know, you look at the communicator from Star Trek. Now you have cell phones that you can, you know, literally FaceTime people, and you know, Back to the Future influenced people, and people are working on the hoverboard. And, you know, and it's just constantly, you know, our art influences you know, our science. And it's just really interesting because, you know, you look at schools, they want to cut arts out of out of the school. And, you know, you've got to have creative people to have those ideas to advance society. And that's that's always been the thing. Look at Leonardo da Vinci. You know, he thought about flying machines and all of that. And now we, you know, we can travel anywhere on Earth in a plane.
4: Yeah, so. and we're actually about to put humans in uh, space too as, as far as... Um, W- yeah, the commuter, um, what do they call it? Like low orbit, um, yeah. Commuter airlines or whatever, you'll be able we're to go even, from like London to New York in like fifteen minutes.
6: We're wow. even looking to shoot porn in space. Yes, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a magical Corn time and, we and, live.
3: and Wally, you were not supposed to tell everybody our secret. <laughs> <laughs> it was waiting until next month.
6: Hey, oh, dear. All right,
3: starring all right. Jason Robbins. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Does o anybody Bobby. else
3: see
4: the problem with having sex in space because there's going to be stuff flying around Ooh. that you don't uh, see. to see. It the have you
6: seen have you seen those videos where the guy ha- is uh, you know trying to uh, try, <laughs> he's squeezing the water. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> where where uh. the astronaut is uh, squeezing water out of the pouch and just kind of bunches up on yeah. his face. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's yeah. that is uh, not good. <laughs> coming up
1: on tonight's pop culture palette after dark, sex in space. Y- well, you know, you <laughs> think about, right. uh, things right. don't
4: work the same in space as they do on Earth, so you have to think about things like inertia and all that. Would an orgasm cause you to like blow backwards? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, God. I would love to find out, though. Uh, I would love to find yeah, there's only out. one way to find out. <laughs> and we no. have
6: liftoff. Call no
1: me no the guinea pig. I'll go for that.
2: <laughs> no one can hear you scream in space.
7: It uh, <laughs> still means no in space, though, Zach. Uh,
2: no means yes.
3: Uh, uh,
1: uh, 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 <laughs> oh,
4: my
3: God. I think I broke the show with that one. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) Yes,
4: I think on that note, we should go ahead and uh, start wrapping this thing up. So uh, um, everybody knows by now that we are a part of the Nerd Cave Network. So um, let's let you guys talk all about the Nerd Cave Network and where people need to go and what they need to do and how to support and all that kind of good stuff. Whoever uh, wants to do it. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll
2: go ahead and uh, I'll do the YouTube stuff. Derek, you can take care of the podcast stuff. All of our uh, YouTube stuff you can find at YouTube.com, Nerdcabe Network. We put up tons of gaming stuff, reaction stuff, you know, up to the minute type deal on there. Um, please like, share, subscribe. You know, if you want to see Batman... Markham Knight, well, that there's your place because we've already got story packs and all of that on there. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Tumblr, Instagram, pretty much anywhere, NerdCave Network and NerdCaveNetwork.com. So, yeah.
7: Well, I was going to say I tackled the social media, but okay. I hate it. I <laughs> so
2: much. It's, it's just natural. Derek, uh, why don't you but tell them far- about the podcast?
1: As far as podcasts go, uh, every Tuesday you can find the NerdCave podcast with myself, Zach, and Robbie. Uh, on Thursdays, we have the Derek Diamond Experience. I interview a uh, different person, whether it be from film, television, art, you know, really any type of medium. And then on Saturdays, we have the very show you're listening to, The Pop Culture Palette. Yes. Yeah. Woo! And Steve, I know you got some
4: stuff to pimp for this week, so let's let you have the floor.
3: Okay, awesome. Okay, well, look, this weekend, I will be at the Mississippi Comic Con. You Jackson, just got really quiet. Did your uh, did your microphone move? Did it no, fall? It did not. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, you sound
4: okay. better now. Sorry. I thought okay. somebody mugged you and took This will be microphone. how we cut this, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
6: Um, they're taking everything. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
3: Uh, this weekend, I can be found at the Mississippi Comic-Con in Jackson, Mississippi. It'll be my, my third and final convention appearance this month. It, it's been a lot of road tripping this month. Um, also, out on the stands right now this month, I've got a pinup that uh, uh, is in uh, the Accelerators Momentum Series, Issue 1 from Blue Juice Comics. Uh, my friend Gavin – yeah, Accelerators. My friend Gavin Smith is the artist on that and – it's a really cool book, guys. I mean, it's about time travel, kind of like Quantum Leap, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. really cool stuff. Also, I just got in this week, uh, Judge Dredd, Volume 7, Trade Paperback, Megacity Manhunt. It is the final trade paperback from IDW. They, they're no longer doing the Judge Dredd stuff. I, I, I've got two of my issues were printed in this trade paperback. Yeah. And... Yesterday for sale came out The Shadow uh number 100 from Dynamite it was a 48 page special and I'm in there uh I worked on a story with Victor Gishler, and I'm I'm surrounded by Francesco v- Francavella, Howard Shaken Matt Wagner just it's a really really good book I mean it's well worth picking up and reading it's uh, all self-contained stories and uh I it I think it's just a blast to read and have fun with if you like Pulp characters like the Shadow, um, pick this thing up. You've been a busy little bee, there, Steve. Yeah, no,
4: uh,
7: yeah, I that's have fantastic, been, and, and, man.
3: and this week uh, is so busy I can barely even talk about it. I mean, I almost forgot about the show because I got so much stuff going on. <laughs> I got a uh, independent film I'm I'm doing a poster for.
1: Oh, fantastic!
3: That's one of the things. But anyway, but that is it. Come out and see me at the Mississippi Comic Con. Uh, I look forward to seeing everybody. I'm going to be doing uh, a talk about sequential art and doing portfolio reviews. Sweet, uh, man. Awesome.
7: One thing we forgot to mention is we actually have a live podcast coming up uh, Monday at 7,
1: 730 7? 7.30 p.m. Central Time.
7: Yeah. You can
2: find that on Google Hangouts.
4: Oh, I'll yes. be able to be there on time this time.
7: Awesome.
2: awesome. We did it just nice. for you,
4: Jason. Yes. <laughs> Last time, I, I as soon as I logged in, I got home from work, I logged in, and they were like, all right, well, we'll see you guys next time. I'm <laughs> like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I felt so
1: bad. We're like, oh, hey, Jason. Hey. Hi, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Click.
2: Oh, <laughs> um, oh one, um, one plug I do want to make. Uh, Jeremy Branch will be at the Mississippi Comic Con talking about podcasts. I think it's from like 3.30 to 4.45. So yes, he's a good go friend of ours.
1: So, Oh, yeah.
4: What's his network again? The, uh, uh, Be Terrible Be Ter- Productions. Be Terrible, yeah. yeah. So if anybody will look, wants to look that up, there's a Facebook page for it. I know it's Be Terrible Productions. Just look that up. Yes. And um, also, Wally, you've got some good news about your stand-up stuff, don't you?
6: Yeah, uh, I'm going to – now, this Monday, I don't know if it's going to end up happening because they're going to have a showcase, but I'm going to be there regardless uh, as to whether or not I'm going to actually perform. But at the Mississippi Juke Joint in Ocean Springs uh, at 9 o'clock, I am going to be – um there so this monday i don't know if i can perform because they're going to have some touring comics there i will be there so you can buy me a drink uh and uh (laughs) the week after that i'm definitely going to be there to perform so uh just want to give everybody a heads up so you can clear your calendars get yourself a babysitter save up your money to buy me tons of alcohol so
3: nice uh. (laughs) and everybody needs to see wally perform Yes.
4: I
6: disagree. My no, you're, you're hilarious. Um, <laughs> you were awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate
4: it. Uh, the only thing I got to pimp this week is uh, on July 10th, my band Falls From Grace is going to be playing at Crest Live in Biloxi. Uh, it's Friday night, July 10th. And right now, we, I got a couple of links on the Pop Culture Palette Facebook page where you can go and actually download some songs. We're doing a song a week for free. From SoundCloud, so you just uh, just click on that little link there, and then you download it, and you can keep it forever, and it's absolutely I have, free.
7: I've actually listened to a couple of them, and they sound really good. Thank uh, what you. do you What do you play? I'm the you drummer. The drummer. Okay,
4: nice. Yes, I'm the untalented one. <laughs> I know, every, everything sounds great. Like I've You really are the, the song. Beat. You are the beat of the band, and yeah, you rock. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, if anybody wants to go to that show, go to Crestle, I think it's Crestle, Crest.com uh, for Biloxi, or just go to Google and type Crest Biloxi, and uh, you can get your tickets. I think it's $10 for arena floor and 15 for second balcony thing. I'm not sure. But definitely go to the show. I think it's probably getting close to selling out. So if you're going to go, get your tickets now.
1: Nice.
4: And on that note, uh let's go ahead and say that uh if you want to email us you can email us at popculturepalette at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at pcpshow at jfunktastic at the real big wall at Stephen b scott uh at what is it the nerd cave network or at nerd cave network nerd Nerd cave Cave network Network. at nerd cave network and uh you guys tell your twitter handles too z dykes
1: derek underscore diamond that's d-e-r-e-k underscore diamond
7: got to clarify i made this in like 5th grade uh, <sighs> rob dog rob dog four nine six three
4: awesome guys <laughs> rob, rob dog <laughs> rob dog <laughs> and don't forget you can uh go to our um actual webpage PC, uh, pcbradio.com <laughs> damn it i forgot how to talk <laughs> and uh, also we're at 7 p.m you can hear the show before it becomes a podcast on saturday nights on cinecoradio.com at seven o'clock and then at nine o'clock the show comes out as its regular podcast form and you can find it on the nerd cave network so let's go ahead and get out of here say good night steve good night steve and wally
6: long and smoked meat and
4: we'll see you next week right here on pop culture Alex.